Good evening. To announce our first hymn, Chardel, will you please open the meeting? Hymn number 272. I would like to read the second verse. All people shall with joyful tongue dwell on his love with sweetest song, and infant voices shall proclaim their early blessings on his name. Hymn number 272. If you would like to follow along with the readings, please go to our website, and on the home page, you will see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and you will see the place to click for the Wednesday evening text. The theme for tonight is, God is the only power and authority. His kingdom reigns supreme. And the readings will now be given by Elizabeth from Georgia. The Bible, Romans. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. 
For there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Colossians For by him were all things created, that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Luke. After these things, the Lord appointed other seventy also, and sent them two and two before his face, into every city and place whither he himself would come. And the seventy returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. John Then Pilate therefore took Jesus and scourged him, and the soldiers platted a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and they put on him a purple robe, and said, Hail, King of the Jews! And they smote him with their hands. Pilate therefore went forth again and said unto them, Behold, I bring him forth to you, that ye may know that I find no fault in him. Then came Jesus forth, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. And Pilate saith unto them, Behold the man! When the chief priests therefore and officers saw him, they cried out, saying, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate saith unto them, Take ye him and crucify him, for I find no fault in him. The Jews answered him, We have a law, and by our law he ought to die, because he made himself the Son of God. When Pilate therefore heard that saying, he was the more afraid, and went again into the judgment hall, and said unto Jesus, Whence art thou? But Jesus gave him no answer. Then saith Pilate unto him, Speakest thou not unto me? Knowest thou not that I have power to crucify thee, and have power to release thee? Jesus answered, Thou couldst have no power at all against me, except it were given thee from above. Romans What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, 
nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Psalm God hath spoken once, twice have I heard this, that power belongeth unto God. All the ends of the world shall remember and turn unto the Lord, and all the kindreds of the nations shall worship before thee. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the nations. I will read correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and from Prose Works by Mary Baker Eddy. There is no power apart from God. Omnipotence has all power, and to acknowledge any other power is to dishonor God. Nothing is more disheartening than to believe that there is a power opposite to God or good, and that God endows this opposing power with strength to be used against himself, against life, health, harmony. The science of omnipotence demonstrates but one power, and this power is good, not evil, not matter, but mind. This virtually destroys matter and evil, including sin and disease. If God is all and God is good, it follows that all must be good, and no other power, law, or intelligence can exist. On this proof rest premise and conclusion in science and the facts that disprove the evidence of the senses. God is individual mind. This one mind and his individuality comprise the elements of all forms and individualities and prophesy the nature and stature of Christ, the ideal man. God is like himself and like nothing else. He is universal and primitive. His character admits of no degrees of comparison. God is not part, but the whole. In his individuality, I recognize the loving, divine Father-Mother God. God's ways are not ours. His pity is expressed in modes above the human. His chastisements are the manifestations of love. The sympathy of his eternal mind is fully expressed in divine science, which blots out all our iniquities and heals all our diseases. Science supports harmony, denies suffering, and destroys it with the divinity of truth. Whatever seems material seems thus only to the material senses and is but the subjective state of mortal and material thought. Science has inaugurated the irrepressible conflict between sense and soul. Mortal thought wars with this sense as one that beateth the air, but science outmasters it and ends the warfare. This proves daily that one on God's side is a majority. 
the evidence of the physical senses often reverses the real science of being and so creates a reign of discord, assigning seeming power to sin, sickness, and death. But the great facts of life, rightly understood, defeat this triad of errors, contradict their false witnesses, and reveal the kingdom of heaven, the actual reign of harmony on earth. Certain elements in human nature would undermine the civic, social, and religious rights and laws of nations and peoples, striking at liberty, human rights, and self-government. And this, too, in the name of God, justice, and humanity. These elements assail even the new old doctrines of the prophets and of Jesus and his disciples. History shows that error repeats itself until it is exterminated. Unconstitutional and unjust coercive legislation and laws infringing individual rights must be a few days and full of trouble. The Vox Populi, through the providence of God, promotes and impels all true reform and at the best time will redress wrongs and rectify injustice. Tyranny can thrive but feebly under our government. God reigns and will turn and overturn until right is found supreme. To overcome all wrong, it must become unreal to us. And it is good to know that wrong has no divine authority. Therefore, man is its master. I rejoice in the scientific apprehension of this grand verity. Undisturbed amid the jarring testimony of the material senses, science, still enthroned, is unfolding to mortals the immutable, harmonious, divine principle, is unfolding life and the universe, ever-present and eternal. Let us learn of the real and eternal and prepare for the reign of spirit, the kingdom of heaven, the reign and rule of universal harmony, which cannot be lost nor remain forever unseen. Man cannot be separated for an instant from God if man reflects God. Thus science proves man's existence to be intact. Rise in the strength of spirit to resist all that is unlike good. God has made man capable of this, and nothing can vitiate the ability and power divinely bestowed on man. We will now have a moment of silent prayer, and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, 
Please announce the next hymn. Hymn number 204. O Father, thy kingdom is come upon earth. Thou rulest in all thy creation. Thou sendest thy witnesses telling thy worth to call and entreat every nation with news of thy mighty salvation. Hymn number 204.
Good evening, and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly testimony meeting for Wednesday, March 16th, 2022. At all our meetings and services, we read from the King James Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy, the discoverer and founder of Christian Science. Our website, plainfieldcs.com, has a wonderful collection of the very finest Christian science literature to read, study, and listen to. And on our website, people are often surprised to find other writings by Mrs. Eddy and also writings by people who lived with her in her home and were taught directly by her. So there's really a wealth of great stuff to, to browse through. And there is never a charge, so you don't have to sign up or anything like that. We also have several other websites in quite a few different languages so that people all around the world can have access to the pure Christian science in their own language. So do feel free to look through all our websites. Our next Bible study will be held in April. So keep listening and checking the website to get the date. The Bible studies are all really very interesting. And the, currently, uh, we are going through the, um, the book of Revelation. And they're all on our website copies, recordings of Bible studies are on our website, so you can listen to them at any time. The questions will be posted before the date um, under the This Week's Lesson tab. So be sure to join us for the next Bible study in April. Our publishing and mailing department have been really busy lately. The most recent forum highlights and the April full-text lesson booklets have both been printed and are in the mail. So if you are a subscriber, you should receive yours very soon. Every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, we have our roundtable discussion. These are very informative sessions that help us to fine-tune our understanding of Christian science and to better understand how to live this science in our daily lives. So be sure to join us every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Then, right after the round table, our Sunday morning church service begins at 11. So be sure to join us for both of these, the round table at 10 a.m. and the church service at 11. Our Sunday school also meets every Sunday morning at 11. The Sunday school is open to children from anywhere. Many of the students call in on the telephone from out of state. So if you have a child who doesn't live in the area and would like to attend, call the church to get the phone number and they can attend by phone too. We'll be very happy to welcome your children. And we also have a nursery for infants and toddlers at all our services. So when you come, 
Be sure to bring the little ones also. I will now read from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description or of symptoms or suffering, although the generic name of the disease may be indicated. For everyone who gives a testimony tonight, we ask that you please keep your remarks to within four minutes. This will give everyone the opportunity to share their offering tonight. For those who are on the telephone, when you are ready to give a testimony, please press the star button on your phone twice. Also, keep in mind when you do that we are going to we are going to be able to hear you as well as any other sounds that your phone picks up. So we kindly request that you be in a quiet place, and I will call on each of you one at a time by name. Our meeting tonight is now open for the sharing of testimonies of healing through Christian science. Karen, Karen from California. Go ahead, please. Good evening. Recently, some relatives of my husband's came to visit for a few days from out of state. Originally, it was just his sister and niece. A few days later, his niece's fiance also decided to come. They were staying in an Airbnb nearby. Over the years when contemplating entertaining guests for dinner, I would get very anxious about what to fix to eat, is everyone going to like everything, and are they going to have a good time? So with my husband's relatives coming that I had never met before, I was feeling particularly anxious about their visit. My practitioner reminded me that what was most important was how did I want them to feel while they were here and after they left. All the details around their visit would unfold beautifully as long as I had the correct motive in my thought. Mrs. Eddy says in Science and Health on page 254, quote, Pilgrim on earth, thy home is heaven. Stranger, thou art the guest of God, unquote. This reminded me that we were all the guests of God and that my home or consciousness is at home in God where we all dwell harmoniously. God fills this home with perfect love and peace. Thinking this way, I completely relaxed about their visit. I started to really look forward to meeting them 
and knew that all the activities we were planning were ultimately going to unfold according to God's plan. The first night, everyone came over for dinner, and we had such a good time. The next day, my husband mentioned that because there were now three staying in the Airbnb and being very small, it would probably be nice to have his sister stay with us. I gave an enthusiastic, I would love to have your sister stay with us. There was a lunch planned the next day at a restaurant that fell through. But instead, our visitors from Iowa had a sunset dinner over the ocean. It was beautiful. There were other things, too, that turned out better than we thought. But I knew it was because I had turned everything over to God and knew we were all God's children and were his guests. When it was time for my husband's relatives to leave, none of us were ready to say goodbye, especially my husband's sister, who now feels she has a new friend, and so do I. I am so grateful for this lesson in getting self out of the way and acknowledging that our only real selfhood is in and of God. This is how we bless one another not impress one another. In Miscellany, Mrs. Eddy says, again, quote, May each member of this church rise above the oft-repeated, what am I, to the scientific response, I am able to impart truth, health, and happiness, and this is the rock of my salvation and my reason for existing. Unquote. It is only the false sense of self that feels fearful or anxious. I am so grateful for Christian science and its teaching about who we really are as God's child and how inseparable we are from him. Thank you. Thank you. Donna from Oregon. Go ahead, please. Hi, everyone. In Dick Nell Young's book, Collected Writings, there's a chapter called Oneness. I've been studying it a lot lately, and I'm getting a much better understanding of God and Jesus. Paragraph 2 on page 117 is especially good. This isn't an exact quote, but it basically says, When an heir seemingly confronted Jesus, he did not think it was a, something out there with which he needed to argue or something he had to change. He healed within himself, reducing it to nothingness at the door of his own thought. This understanding gives us dominion, for we find that all we have to do is take care of it in our own consciousness. I find that very helpful. Another part of his article on oneness that I used while doing the watch for the war in Ukraine is on page 135, paragraph 1, quote, the only way to end war among nations is to see an un, uh, to see unreal is to see as unreal the desires of the aggressors and destroy the things which seem to create war, such as selfishness, greed, dishonesty, aggression, hatred, whether they be expressed by Germans, the English, Italians, Americans, or any other nationality. God never gave such mental characteristics 
to his ideas, unquote. I highly recommend this chapter oneness in Mr. Young's book, Collected Writings. Thanks for letting me share this with you. Thank you. Bruce. For a wonderful blessing that I had recently, as it uh, relates to a time where I recently had to travel to another state to help somebody with some of his business. So I went out there and it required that I go from office to office, various offices, and it seemed like at first that every time I went into one of these offices, I just got to know. Like, I just can't do it, and not much of an explanation as to how to proceed. So it was kind of getting to me after a while, and then I'm very grateful for some help um, that I received. First of all, it was from my wife, who told me, don't blow your cool. <laughs> that was helpful. And another friend from our church also told me, don't let this spoil your disposition and to remember why you're out there, which is to give some comfort to this dear friend. So with all that, I was very much settled. And I'd like to also say that I was helped immensely by something that Mrs. Eddy includes in her book, Miscellany, where she wrote, we must resign with good grace what we are denied and press on with what we are. For we cannot do more than what we are, nor understand what is not ripening in us. To do good to all because we love all, and to use in God's service the one talent that we all have is our only means of adding to that talent and the best way to silence a deep discontent with our shortcomings. Well, Mrs. Eddy said a couple of really key things in there. One of them was that there is a talent that we all have and that we use it in God's service. And after praying, I realized that that one talent that we all have is a good, clear, moral sense of what is and isn't right and that we all use it. And the other thing was that the implication was that there is something ripening in us if we allow it to. So with that, I went back to these offices one by one and simply sat down and with the officer and explained what I was doing without being assertive, but simply stating the facts. And in each case, I could see the moral sense arising in the person across the desk from me. So the whole thing was reversed. It went from a no to a yes. In fact, there was this one woman who took my hand and looked me straight in the eye and says, we're going to find a way to make this work. And the, the following morning, I got phone calls from various offices says, come on in. We're all ready. Let's finish this up and make it work. So I'm very grateful for the way things were res resolved. And the other lesson this has taught me was that even though all the human reasoning will find a reason to say no, that above and beyond that is a higher law which rules our moral sense. And this higher law does indeed have its own way. Because after all, 
We do have a gift, and we do use it in God's service. And with that, who can hold it back? No one. Thank you. Dale from Virginia. Go ahead, please. Thank you. Thank you for those very powerful and applicable readings. There's so much in our lives and in the world that requires us to be instant in truth. And as we do this, we find God in action. Two weeks ago, I found myself incapacitated, unable to walk or even move without assistance. It was a challenging time, but never did I wonder what was going on in matter. I called a Christian science practitioner in this church for support, was much improved, and in less than a week was moving normally. Yesterday, because our son came for an overnight visit before his move across the country, and he wanted to spend some time around his hometown, we walked over two miles, enjoying every minute of visiting many familiar sites. I was able to walk comfortably and freely without even thinking about it, and there had been no repercussions, as if nothing had ever happened, because in truth, nothing ever did. I want to add that I'm very grateful for the Bible studies and all the teaching in this church. In March 12th Bible study, the blessing from Revelation 16, verse 15, was discussed, which says, Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. Bruce commented that walking naked meant undefended. We need to defend our mentality. I realized in this healing that I wasn't defending matter, but my Christ spirit, and that can never be touched. I am so grateful to be able to bear witness to the truth. Even my husband said to me this morning after our son had left, he was amazed that I was so free and completely healed. My gratitude is unbounded to God, Christ Jesus, and Mary Baker Eddy, without whom we would not have this glorious truth, divine science, to share with the world. Thank you. Thank you. Karen in Ar Kara in Arkansas. Good evening. Um, I would like to share a testimony. A few months ago, I was not feeling well. I was barely able to get out of bed. And I did have to contact a Plainfield Christian Science practitioner for some help. Um, I was not able to read, but I was able to listen. So I listened to a recording on the Plainfield website called Oneness by Bicknell Young. And this is a lengthy article, and so I'm very grateful to Gary for reading 
and recording this article, I listened to it for several days. And I think a testifier earlier actually mentioned this same article, so it's very good. At one point, I had to contact the practitioner because I had not been able to keep any food or liquid down for a few days. And the response I got was a quote, a passage from a hymn entitled Love by Mary Baker Eddy. And it, said, and it says, fed by thy love. And I thought, oh, I recognize that. That's from a hymn. Fed by thy love, divinely live, for love alone is life. And I held on to that and thought about it very deeply. And within a two or three hours, I was able to begin eating and, and drinking water. So it was quite wonderful. I did recover within a few days, gradually, and was able to start reading my lesson and um, other material that uh, that I study daily. Um, I'm very grateful for all that Plainfield uh, offers, all the engaging activities. I really enjoy the Unity Watches. Um, when I first started doing Unity Watches, I thought, gee, I'm terrible at this. I don't know what I'm doing, but um, I've gotten a lot better, and I'm feeling much more confident and, and very grateful that I can participate in, in those unity watches. I've been listening and attending meetings at Plainfield now for about two years. Um, I found Plainfield one day when I... Uh, turned on YouTube to find some Christian science hymns to listen to while I was cleaning the house. And um, I found a channel that had many hymns. And after an hour or so, I thought, gee, I wonder what church is singing these hymns. And so uh, I realized it was a church called Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. So I looked it up, and ever since then, I've... Uh, and attending and learning quite a bit. I think I've learned more in the last two years than I've ever learned in my life about how to pray and um, just and being more grateful for Mary Baker Eddy. Very grateful for Mary Baker Eddy, and I'm learning more about her too and her her role and her importance in uh, as our leader of of the cause. So thank you very much for this wonderful service, and thank you to all the people at Plainfield and all the, the congregation and the practitioners and the roundtables and the Bible studies and the beautiful services. Thank you, and have a wonderful evening. Thank you. Shahidat from Maryland. Go ahead, please. Good evening. My gratitude tonight is for the roundtable discussions. In the past few weeks, I've noticed the discussions on the roundtable always touched upon a topic that I was currently working on. For example, last week, there was a discussion about food. And at the time, my dog was having an, an experience, an adverse reaction to his regular kibble. And I was at my wit's end trying to find a dog that food that this dog could eat and keep down. 
And talking to my practitioner, she reminded me of the allness of God, as mentioned in tonight's readings, not to believe and to give power to anything else, including food, would be to deny God's allness, which I, of course, do not want to do. I worked with this idea, and now the dog is gobbling up everything that he eats, as usual, with no ill effects whatsoever. I am so grateful for this church and for the wonderful Christian science that is taught here. Thank you. Thank you. Linda. Thank you very much for the readings tonight. I want to express my gratitude for the many avenues of instruction the Plainfield Christian Science Independent Church offers. Recently, I have been making an effort to check the links on the daily calendar statement email. Today's included a link to a teaching testimony called Treasure Your Spiritual Birthright by Florence Roberts. It's just what I needed to hear today. It gave me such peace, and as I listened to it several times, it reminded me to be grateful for the many ways God works in our lives. In the testimony, she explains that we do not lack anything, that no one is an outcast, beggar, or second-class citizen, and no impression imposed upon us in the past has power nor can rob us of our spiritual birthright. She explained the importance of making sure that we approach our prayers knowing we were the sons of God so that we prayed from a correct standpoint. And she also referenced an article found on our website by Samuel Greenwood, How to Pray in Christian Science. Um, I'm very grateful for the many ways that we are given the truth taught to us by Christ Jesus and Mary Baker Eddy so that it goes deep in our heart. The testimony that I, read, I was listening to met, uh, fit in so beautifully with our recent Bible study instructions about that we have no selfhood apart from God, and to see others as God appearing, but you, in order to do that, you also need to know yourself correctly. It also corresponded to some reading I was given to, given to me by my practitioner here at Plainfield from Martha Wilcox on page 248 about prayer, where she references Mrs. Eddy's counsel from miscellaneous writings, page 127, quote, one thing I have greatly desired and again earnestly request, namely that Christian scientists here and elsewhere, well, elsewhere pray daily for themselves, not verbally or on bended knee, but mentally, meekly, and importunately. End quote. And then Mrs. Wilcox goes on to elaborate on those qualities. Um, I'm so grateful for this testimony and the work of my practitioner because uh, the peace that it brought me, I knew that it had met a need and some uh, still old lingering feelings that I had at some point been an outcast, a beggar, and a second-class citizen all at different times or, or could have ever seen one or see one now. I'm just so grateful for all this beautiful stuff we have on our website. It is wonderful how all this material ties together and you can see that only the hand of God could be guiding it, for no human could orchestrate it so perfectly. Thank you. Thank you. 
Nancy from New Jersey. Go ahead, please. Good evening. Thank you for the inspiring readings and music. Tonight, I wanted to express my gratitude for our Wednesday evening services and to Mary Baker Eddy, who, as it was stated in our watch last night, was led by God to provide these Wednesday services as a means and an opportunity for us to share with all mankind her pure Christian science and the omnipotence of God and his word, his healing truths that are taught and practiced here in the Plainfield Church. I'm deeply grateful to everyone who testifies and for each and every testimony and gratitude that is given at these meetings, as they have been a great source of comfort and inspiration to me, and I am sure to countless others. Recently, a friend shared with me the following statement found on page 81 of the Blue Book, where it says, Know that the word of truth is with power. It is more powerful after it is spoken. There is no lapse in its continuance. It goes on unbroken forever. How wonderful to know that through the sharing of these testimonies, the word of truth is going out with even more power when spoken and shared, bringing comfort, hope, inspiration, and healing unbroken forever. I'm just so grateful for all that we are taught and given in this church. And I'm so grateful for my practitioner's strong support, which is helping me to grow in my understanding and practice of this science. I am grateful to our loving Father, Mother, God, and to Christ Jesus and Mary Baker Eddy, and I am so grateful to be able to share a gratitude with you all tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Craig. Thank you, Elizabeth, for the, the wonderful readings, and I thank Mary Baker Eddy in this church. For it is, it is the uh, Christian soldiers that I've been looking for. I didn't, <laughs> I so needed. In this world, Mary Baker, she knew that people had to get up and stand up for God all the time. And uh, it's coming back to my memory and also to the readings that... Uh, Watching Unity Watch and and this individual watches should be a twenty four by seven because Christian soldiers have to defend, stand up basically for the Christian world, kingdom, universe, and if not, the, the uh, sleep comes upon and and the enemy works, <clears throat> and so we have what we have now. I thank Mary Baker Eddy, and uh, I thank uh, the Bible and, and how she opens it up. And when I read uh, Luke 4, 18, it applies to all of us, and I noticed Jesus, and I think Isaiah said something similar. He says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to captives. And it goes on. And that 
I remember it was so important that Jesus repeated that. And I believe Mrs. A had it in her heart to always hold on to that. And she says in Watches, Prayers, and Arguments, let your mind go out every two hours. All is peace, goodwill, love, etc. Say nothing of error. Confine your thoughts to the right side. And I, I, when I remember this, I went out and I bought myself a watch that reminds me. It rings every hour like I used to have. And how important it is to keep your thought after handling the error, not to go back down in the mud and start thinking about it again, but rise and know the goodness of God and that uh, wherever there's error, right there is the goodness of God. And, and when, a, in the, when it's seen that it, it is nothing, it retreats. It virtually is destroyed, as Elizabeth had said. And there's peace, and there's harmony, and there's good works, even though uh, the air might physically totally be destroyed, <clears throat> or is. And I thank God for this, because the more you remind an error that it is nothing, the also of God, the sooner. If it's every two hours, just fine. That all this peace and goodwill and love the sooner it will <clears throat> back down and realize its fruitlessness. I thank God for, for giving these tools that we can work from wherever we are and for, and for as long as necessary. This is a wonderful place. I thank God for it. Florence, go ahead, please. Thank you. Thank you so much for the reading tonight. It's a very timely one. I'm grateful tonight for how Christian science helps us to think rightly and how important it is to learn that the way we think has so much to do with what goes on or what we see. In my backyard, different birds gather to pick various grains and it's so beautiful to see God's creation, a mixture of God's creation. Occasionally, I see a hawk that comes by. And one time, I, I saw it with a chick, chickmunk, is what it's called. Anyway, one day, I saw this hawk on a branch facing away from me. And this time, I prayed this way, that you are God's loving creation. You do not need another chickmunk, but will find what you are to eat. That's all I said. In a few seconds, it flew away. And in about 15 to about 20 minutes later, the hawk came back and it stood right below my window. I could see it. And it started to eat, pick up little things from the grass and was eating it, and then it flew away. I was so humbly touched by this, because it was as if the hawk was telling me, or showing me, it doesn't need to eat another, to hurt another. I am so grateful to Christian science, because through it, 
I have different view of our world, how to think differently about everything and how much that counts. And now I have a testimony from California, from somebody who found our church maybe a year ago. She says that my heart is so filled with gratitude today for this church, Plainfield Independent. I am so grateful for the roundtables, for the Bible lessons, the services, and the wonderful work from all the practitioners. I'd like to acknowledge my gratitude for a wonderful healing I had a few months ago. I woke up one morning and couldn't move or walk because of my back. The pain was so intense. It was very difficult for me to drive or do my normal activities. So I called a Plainfield Independent practitioner. And with love and kindness, she told me to deny the lie right away. She also said I was not material, not a victim, and that the error appears only to disappear, and that it could not manifest itself. She also told me that I have dominion over this, and to keep myself in the love of God, that every action, movement is perfect. This seemed to calm my thought. I work, I worked with all those ideas throughout, and within a week, the pain seemed to go away. I worked also with him 30, which the practitioner recommended. I took a trip, which I did, and kept praying all the time with the ideas that I had. I don't know when the pain left. My thoughts were so preoccupied with the truth. And I'm so deeply grateful for this healing. I thank God each day for this church and the wonderful practice. It's from California. Thank God for all that helped us testify that this truth that Mrs. Eddie gave is the truth and can help all of us if we lean on it. Thank you. Thank you. Mary. Good evening, everyone. First is from Washington. Dear Plainfield Church, thank all of you for your time and what you do. I'm so grateful I came across you. I study a lot more now and, un and understand so much more. I have such a desire to grow more spiritually each day. An appreciation to all, and God bless you. Australia. Back in 1986, I backpacked around Europe for a year and was surrounded by God's love and protection every step of the way. I tried to attend church services where possible, and one Wednesday while traveling in Germany, I was planning on attending the evening church service. I had a few things go wrong that day, the train being late, and I couldn't get into the youth hostel near the church. I finally made it to the evening service, sat down, and heard the reader speak in German. I was startled as I thought it was an English service, and I was cross and thinking, I've rushed to get here, had to run 40 minutes with a map in hand, and now I can't understand a word of German. 
I considered leaving, but decided to stay put. I was here now, and at least I could enjoy the hymns and rest. Well, I'm so glad that I did, as I understood every word the reader spoke, as I felt and received his message of love and spirit of the service. I've never felt so uplifted and close to God as I did at that service that night in Germany. I remembered this experience after reading the article Infinite Traits in True Manhood by F.J. Fluno, and the start of the article reads, Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, 2 Corinthians. I am replacing thoughts of fear and anger with joy and love and peace to the Ukraine and Russia, knowing that we are all one in God's kingdom, not separated by fear, nationalities, languages, or customs. We are all of the one mind, communicating with love and spirit. We speak the same language of love for mankind, love for God. My prayers are heard as God is infinite all, and it all belongs to him. And then Canada. Mrs. Eddy's seven hymns from the hymnal are also included in the readings and music section of the website under Songs That Warm Our Hearts. I'm very grateful to have found them. These healing hymns are beautifully recorded consecutively, and I go to them often to find help and strength and direction when my thoughts seem to be wandering off to some little or big problem that I may be encountering, and for which I can find no solution. These hymns were given to us with much love from Mrs. Eddy, and we can use them as prayers to guide us. With much appreciation and gratitude. Thank you, Plainfield. And then Mississippi. I want to say thank you to all the people that make the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent possible. I feel like it is such an example of one mind and God's children working together and supporting each other. Although I am extremely grateful and value my practitioner's support, prayer, and help, I also find so many people's contributions so powerful and helpful, whether it be the participation in the roundtable discussions, posting on the forums, testimonies given on Wednesdays, the beautiful readings and Bible lessons, along with the inspirational audio articles, plus countless more, all help in understanding, progress, and conviction of Christian science. The support of everyone praying together during the watches and especially praying for the world is such an amazing feeling. And then England. Thank you for the references to war by Mary ba- by Martha Wilcox, which has been most helpful. I have found this article also very helpful, also by Mrs. Wilcox. God governs the universe. I love the clear instruction that we in Christian that we Christian scientists are able to protect our our own and all governments and our own and all nations by knowing that man, any every man, cannot be governed or influenced by anything other than the divine mind. All governments reflect wisdom and intelligence, and there are no evil organizations that can govern or influence men or nations erroneously. I am so grateful for the hard work of people like Mrs. Wilcox, who enabled us to have such a treasure trove 
of helpful articles and instructions with which to work, and thanks so much to all at Plainfield for making them so easily accessible. And um, this is a, a letter from someone in India, and uh, I guess a while ago she had written Jeremy asking for more um, articles in various languages, and um, he eventually wrote back to her and said, well, we really hadn't received much feedback from the articles we've already put out, especially in, the, in India, in the Middle East area. And so she wrote back, um, with great thanks to you, I'm very grateful to receive your email. The material that was visited from your website by my friends and I actually means a lot for all of us in our lives. I personally was going through some mental and emotional disasters in my life due to the extended pressure from family regarding my marital status. I'm a pastor, actually an independent preacher not related to any church. Because of my family issues, I was not able to continue to preach anymore, but since I started reading and watching the videos from your website in Hindi, Punjabi, Tamil, Urdu, and Marathi, I felt a powerful encouragement for me to resume my Bible reading and preaching. So I continue to watch these videos every week, and I am consistently waiting for the lessons every week. I have asked my old friends who restarted reading the Bible with me now to write about the change in a short testimony to you. This all became possible only because of the Plainfield Christian Science Church. So I am personally very thankful to God, to you, and all that provide these teachings for us. This is my short testimony that you can use to inspire others. I am not a rich lady, but I have asked some of my friends to start donating some funds to the church. I hope they will do so soon. In Christ's name. California. As always, it is a blessing to be with you all on Wednesday night. I feel so much gratitude for the progress made while working with, a Plain with Plainfield Christian Science Independent and the many support elements you include through your website, including Bible study and the equivalent of an adult Sunday school session weekly, also known as the Roundtable. Also, the loving practitioner support I have experienced. Thank you for all your work individually and collectively. I also must include the loving music expressed by all. You are appreciated. And Hawaii. I have a lot since I didn't read last week. <clears throat> it was informative and reassuring to read Martha Wilcox's War, it, reminding us to view any global co conflict correctly, a manifestation of human will and ego. As she goes on to explain in her article, it is not by happenstance that we live in this era, as Jesus lived in his and Mary Baker Eddy in hers. God has divine purpose in mind for us now. Before Plainfield, I viewed my existence as fragile and easily snuffed out at any moment by whatever boogeyman human mind could conjure up. It was a stressful and agonizing way to live. 
Through Plainfield's instruction and teachings, I am realizing strength and dominion is ever-present over my life. The weather, occurrences near and far, people near and far. We are not helpless, hapless humans riding the wave of current events, being tossed to and fro. We can support that wave with a divine view, the truth pie, I call it. As in I have baked a truth pie, and no matter how many pieces it is cut into, it is always the same kind of pie, truth. I cannot fear the repercussions of supporting right ideas, true notes that don't lie. My own take on things, whether with rose-tinted glasses or bleak, smoky ones, are always deceptive. So I've placed my trust in God. He is a law and never wavers, and clinging to even a little bit of his truth is powerful, supportive, and restorative. I'm so grateful to Plainfield for providing timely articles and videos that help us navigate with correct views the unfolding activities before us. I admit my first reaction to Russia's assault on the Ukraine was paralyzing fear and helplessness. So grateful to be put back on track no matter the imperfect human view. Only perfect love and divine truth is in control here, across the street and across the pond. Much aloha. Mm -hmm. And then I'll end with this one. I do have more, but I'll do it next week. Um, this one is from England, and she starts, I'm, I'm so grateful for Christian science. It helps me every day in every way imaginable. A few weeks ago, my lovely dad passed on, peacefully and privately at home. I am still in awe of the myriad of miracles that took place to allow his passing, or graduation and it was, as it was beautifully called at a recent testimony, to be so peaceful and dignified. My dad was not a Christian scientist, but always fully supported my mom's lifelong commitment to Christian science and her decision to have us attend weekly Sunday school throughout our childhood. Thank goodness for this blessing. And then she just tells about how beautiful every aspect of his passing on was, was so peaceful and um, she was so grateful for all this. She was up very late one night and didn't return home until 3 a.m. I guess that was the night of his passing. But it was just in time to dial in to the 10 p.m. Plainfield Unity Watch. I was welcomed by the kindest, most loving voices imaginable. The watch was quite extraordinary. The first verse of hymn 64. From sense to soul, my pathway lies before me, from mist and shadow into truth's clear day. The dawn of all things real is breaking o'er me. My heart is singing. I have found the way. You can imagine how fitting this was. I pray to know how mankind is finding its way from sense to soul, just as my sweet dad was on his pathway. It was such a special moment. Now as we navigate this new territory without him, here we can go forward joyfully and so very, very gratefully. I am so thankful to God for his eternal loving governance and to Mrs. Eddy for bringing us this incredible science, which helps and guides in every situation, 
And thanks also to everyone on the Plainfield Unity Watch that night. Your kind, loving voices were so very helpful and comforting. So, so beautiful testimonies we heard tonight, such beautiful readings. And I guess I will end it there. They'll be continued next week. Thank you all so much for being here tonight for this very special meeting we have on Wednesdays. And have a good evening. Thank you. To close our meeting, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? Hymn number 320. <clears throat> Supreme in wisdom as in power, the rock of ages stands. Canst thou not search his word and trace the workings of his hands? Hymn number 320. <clears throat>